Hey guys, it's Doug. It's been a while since we've had another episode of Anime Cons TV, but we're back. Uh, we're talking this week with Kristen, the chair of Anime Boston 2022, because Anime Boston is at long last returned and we've all missed it. And we figured since Kristen was with us right after Anime Boston 2020 and had to announce its cancellation due to the COVID pandemic, we figured it'd be a good idea to have her back and talk with us a little bit about how it's been coming back, some of the feelings, things like that, and just general uh, impressions of how the con went. So maybe some lessons that other conventions can learn for how to deal with COVID as the pandemic is not quite over. We'll get into that. But I wanted to thank Kristen for having me. And I'll just also throw out a little bit of a disclaimer here. I've been on Anime Boston staffs uh, pretty much the entire time. I was a volunteer the first year. And then 2004, I joined the staff and have been on it since then. Uh, the AnimeCons.com and AnimeCons TV uh, found, uh, founder and site runner is uh, Pat, who you guys all know, is also a staff member. And just everyone else on AnimeCon TV staff, Anime Boston means a lot to all of us. And because some of us are on staff and many of us have been going to it for so long, it does mean a lot to all of us. So I can't promise this is a very unbiased one, but I really wanted to talk about this because the return of Anime Boston does mean a lot to all of us. So sit back, enjoy, watch me say a few too many ums and errs, but I think the conversation is really worthwhile. Welcome back to AnimeCons TV, everybody. Um, it's been a while, but we're starting to get cons to come back. Um, and who better to talk about cons resuming than someone that we talked to just as cons were being put on hold because of the pandemic. We've got Kristen from Anime Boston back with us. How are you doing, Kristen? Hi, I'm good. How are you? <laughs> doing well, doing well. Um, so I guess the first question is, how did it feel to be um, back at the con after, you know, three years between the last one and... Anime Boston 2022, now that you kind of had to wait for so long. Mm -hmm. um, it was the weirdest feeling ever. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was, uh, it felt, it, it, on one hand, it felt like riding a bike. Like it was like, we, we never missed a beat. It was so easy to fall back into. But on the other hand, it felt like we hadn't been there in a million years. And like, who, who were we? What was going on? Like, I don't know anymore kind of feeling. Yeah, there's, I mean, I talk, I'm on staff too, for those who don't follow the podcast, but I, I definitely felt like it was a lot of just shaking off the rust was the way I heard one person put it mm -hmm. and just got back into it, but it took a little bit longer than if it had just been one year uh, since the last con, mm -hmm. but it it definitely was just a lot of like, oh, yeah, now I remember what to do here and things like that. Did you guys, did you see any particular hurdles or really big challenges that you thought of for this year? Yeah, um, I mean, a lot. The one, the biggest one was, like you said, kind of shaking off the rust. Um, it was kind of hard to, you know, normally you do it once a year. So it's it's easy, like, oh, yeah, we did this last year kind of thing. But when you have that big gap of time in between things that you thought you would normally remember, you're not always remembering them. Um, and I think that was a big part of it. 
Um, the other hurdle that we had to overcome was that our staffing numbers were way down. Um, a lot of that was due to COVID. Um, some of it was that in the time that we have been away, people's lives have changed. They moved on. They have other priorities. They're not um, in the area anymore. So that was also rough. Um, I knew there were some areas that we had a lot less staff than we would have liked. Um, and then I think the other weird part or the other sort of hurdle to overcome was just um, making sure that everyone was following the COVID policies. Um, the additional time and resources that it took to do things like checking for vaccine cards, making sure people were wearing masks, all that stuff. That was another hurdle. Um, but I think we overcame all of them quite well. Um, so you did mention the vaccination and mask policy. How do you think enforcement went with that? Did people seem to follow them pretty well? Did you guys meet much get much resistance on them? Overall, it went very smoothly. Um, I heard very few stories about any resistance that we had. And anecdotally, just walking the halls, everyone that I saw was wearing a mask. Um, things went pretty smoothly on the vaccine front as well. So our, our attendees are, are really great in that regard. I was I was really impressed. Um, again, as a staffer, I saw a couple of times, like just one or two people that like clearly had just finished eating and were talking with someone. And you just a real quick, hey, put your mask back on. And people were like, oh, oh, sorry. Like, mm -hmm. not no, no fighting on it. Just like, oh, sorry, I forgot. And I also saw people kind of politely policing each other, which was really kind of nice. Like, I felt like a lot of people were kind of like, not in a really mean way, but hey, let's not ruin this for, for ourselves. Let's, we missed the con. Let's, let's really, really make sure this stays safe. And I, I was nice to see that everyone was doing it kind of as a uh, take care of each other sort of thing. Mm. That was one I really noticed. Yeah. Um, but coming back after three years, was there anything you didn't realize how much you missed it until you saw it again at the convention? Mm -hmm. um, I well, for one, the 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 convention center itself and the Sheridan, um, just being back inside of them again was like amazing. It felt like coming home in some ways. Um, and the other thing, I wanted to give a shout out to the guy that wears the sign that says "Free Shrugs." <laughs> I um i mean not him specifically but like i missed the free shrugs for sure but at the other hand just like the uh, the attendees that they managed to come up with like a cosplay or some sort of persona that you recognize them every year or you it's a something interactive that you see people can have fun with them and i think that was the the thing that i missed the most so i think it kind of comes back to that camaraderie and everything but just being able to see it I, I was like oh I really missed that yeah I I will say kind of uh, one of the things I found was I knew I was going to be very emotional seeing a lot of my staff friends and I've communicated or kept up with a lot of them you know during the pandemic but just seeing um everyone together again and definitely walking into certain rooms like oh i need to go see this department about this thing or i just have you know 10 minutes to kill i'm going to walk around see what's going on in this department's office and just the warm greeting of people like inevitably someone in that room 
is, you know, someone I know and seeing their reaction was a really big thing. I will also call you out um, because I didn't realize how much I missed the the meme that we have among staff of Kristen Call, which is just getting pictures of you wherever you're going. <laughs> and how much fun yeah. the staff has on that. So that, that, that'll be my Kristen Call out. <laughs> it was, I was joking about that too, because I know the first year we did it, the point was for people to get selfies with me. But since we were doing COVID, it was like, well, don't get too close. Um, and then it kind of like turned into like pictures, like blurry pictures of me from behind. Like I was like some sort of like, like the Bigfoot or something. <laughs> you're, you're the enemy Boston cryptid. Yeah, <laughs> it felt like that after a little while. Um, so we've seen uh, conventions slowly starting to come back and people have different policies or things that they're trying out because we're still going through the pandemic. It's not really over. It's definitely a lot better than it was, but there's still a lot of stuff to figure out. Is there any advice you would give to other convention staff, either leadership or just general staffers that you think lessons that we've learned or just stuff you've noticed mm -hmm. that you think they should be mindful of? Mm -hmm. I, mean, I think the biggest lesson that we learned um, was make sure First off, make sure everybody's on the same page about your policies, if, especially if you are going to do something pandemic-wise. Um, but then also stick to those policies. Um, the I think one thing that going into planning, it makes it a lot easier for people who are planning the convention on one hand. But on the other hand, the people who are planning on going to the convention, um, having some sort of assurance, um, you know, that this is what it is. So now I know what to expect. Um, I think that goes a long way. Um, so I would definitely recommend that for a lot of conventions who are still planning to come back. And then I think the other thing that I would recommend is uh, you're probably going to have a lot of new staff for the next year. So um, do as much training as you can. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Touching back on kind of the the staffing uh, kind of challenge that we had. Mm -hmm. It's one of the things that I, I noticed was um, you, you think that between one year, there there are some staff changes. And like you mentioned, people's lives change. Maybe they, they move, they get a new job, they start a family or something like that. Mm -hmm. And that only happens one a year, but it's when there's a larger gap you kind of realize how much can change overall. Mm -hmm. and that, that was interesting talking with uh, other people on staff and hearing and catching up like people that I hadn't seen or hadn't talked to since the last enemy Boston and realizing how much both our lives had changed, you know, mostly for the better, but also just like, wow, not a, not a completely different person, but very much, moving along on their kind of life journey and they are in a very different place than they were three years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. And I, you know, I think just, yeah, the, the, we have a lot of people who are getting ready to start families. I'm myself getting ready to start a family <laughs> in a couple months. So, um, congrats there, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's crazy how much can happen in such a short period of time. Mm-hmm. So that was really all the questions that we really had for you. Is there anything else you wanted to mention or pass along or 
anything you want to say, kind of the floor is yours here. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> Um, I really, I just wanted to thank everyone who came. Um, it was a great weekend and everyone I saw and interacted with and even just sort of the feedback that we got after the show was just generally positive. People were happy to be back. They were excited to be back. Um, I think we tried a lot of new stuff this year that went over really well. Um, and we are just really excited to be able to do it all again in next year i was gonna say yeah. a year but it's actually less than a year this time. yeah that's that's the scary part this time we go from very large gap to much shorter gap yeah yes the the large gap was nice and now the short gap is like oh but i'm hoping you know now that we've done it maybe we can keep up this momentum and and i think it'll be good that's a good way to look at um and of course everyone if you want to see what's going on with anime boston the best place to probably follow that is the social media pages and the website right mm-hmm Yep, uh, socials, website. All right. Well, yeah. Chris, Kristen, thank you once again for taking the time to uh, talk with us. And we'll see you back at Anime Boston in April. We'll see you then. Thanks for having me. Thanks. Bye. Okay, well, that was my interview with Kristen. Once again, I want to give her a big thanks to taking the time to talk to us and share some of her impressions of the convention, how things went and everything like that. Don't forget to check out Anime Boston's website for uh, all the updates as they get ready for 2023, which crazy to think about already, but we're looking forward to it. Also, don't forget to check out our website. That's AnimeCons.TV. You can always get in touch with us on Twitter at AnimeCons.TV. Send us an email at podcast at AnimeCons.TV. Uh, we're all over the social media. We really want to hear from you guys, especially now that conventions are coming back. So if you've gone to a convention recently or even if you're not yet back to one, but you've got one you're looking forward to, tell us what you're up to. Tell us things you're looking forward to, things you hope change, or things that you hope stay the same as cons start to return. We're hopefully going to get some more content soon for you guys. I know it's been a little bit of a very slow drip, but as cons resume, we'll have more to discuss. And as always, we love hearing from you guys, and we love all the support. So don't forget to check out some of the archives if you really miss us. And we'll talk to you again soon. Have a great one.